Let's get this revolution started. Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and I've got 20 years working in healthcare behind me, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. I'm so glad you're here. Gosh, I've been looking forward to catching up with you. I want to talk to you about what I've been thinking about this week. Leading. Yep, I've been thinking about how do we become better leaders? How do we find great leaders? When we find them, how do we grow them? How do we make space for them so that we can notice them? And how do we give them the authority to do great stuff? Ed Smith and Richard Reeves wrote this paper and it was called Papering Over the Cracks. And I read it about four years ago. And this is what they said. They said, trust is both seed and fruit of a culture in which people are working at their best. In organisations with high levels of trust, costs are lower, clients are better served, and innovation is more likely to flourish. I love that word flourish. I think that might even become my word for the next few weeks. Anyway, I'm deeply interested in how we can enact this wholehearted rebellion just by showing up as our true selves in this world that seems to be obsessed with efficiency and rife with burnout. Just showing up. Here I am, growing trust. You know, the seed and fruit of a culture where our costs are lower, we're serving our clients better, and there's a whole lot of innovation flourishing. Parker Palmer, who's someone else that I love reading, he has referred to burnout in this way. He says, burnout is violating my own nature in the name of nobility. Oof, that's good. Violating my own nature in the name of nobility. Right. So this violation sees many of the people who work in healthcare stressed, burnt out, and exhausted. In fact, the Medical Journal of Australia published the research of my dear friend Dr Marie Bismarck and her colleagues at Melbourne University. This piece of research revealed that female doctors take their own lives at nearly three times the rate of the general population. Female nurses had a suicide risk almost four times greater than women in other jobs. When I first read that, I just took a deep breath. Let's let that sink in for a second. Female doctors take their own lives at nearly three times the rate of the general population, and female nurses had a suicide risk almost four times greater than women in other jobs. That's extraordinary. The expert advisory group on discrimination, bullying and harassment that advised the Royal Australian College of Surgeons found that nearly 50% of college fellows, trainees and international medical graduates reported being subjected to discrimination, bullying or sexual harassment. This level of bullying and harassment at work is experienced across the entire healthcare workforce. It's not the exclusive experience of surgeons or nurses. 
we've created a culture that is really harmful to everyone. And I'm really pleased that the colleges are starting to address this, but I'm sorry, we've got a long, long way to go. So this podcast can be a cheer on from the crowd. Keep going. Don't stop for a minute. So what is culture? Well, it can be simply understood as the way we do things around here. Most of you will remember the appalling failures of the Mid-Staffordshire NHS Trust. Well, culture was the key problem that Robert Francis identified. And guess what the most important influence on culture is? You guessed it, leaders. From top to bottom and end to end. What our leaders focus on, attend to, monitor, model and reinforce shapes culture. Every interaction by every leader shapes the culture of an organisation. Leaders are signal generators. We're watching and you're shaping the culture for us. The paper, Reforming the NHS from Within, showed us that a shared culture, that's a patient-centred vision, and investing in leadership and quality improvement is actually more important than structural reform in driving up quality of care. So that shared culture is more important for driving up quality of care than all the structural reforms you can think of. And isn't that the first place we go? Let's change the structure. We can't achieve the shared culture and leadership we need in healthcare just by regulating and making more and more policies. We're just building this heavier reliance on regulated trust instead of real trust. And you know what? That's just going to erode our behaviour. You know, in the long run, all those rules are no substitute for a cultural conscience. But how do we achieve the cultural shift we need in healthcare? We do it by investing in and developing and growing this new breed of leadership. And all across the world, this is called compassionate leadership. So what's a compassionate leader? A compassionate leader is someone who uses a high level of self-awareness and emotional intelligence to really listen to what people tell them and then to respond with empathy and action. And that makes a really positive difference. Compassionate leaders are mindful and they're attentive to what's happening right now and it enables them to tap into feelings and concerns and all those things that aren't spoken about. And they're able to nurture positive emotions of compassion and empathy in others. Michael West, the senior fellow at the King's Fund, has written extensively about compassionate leadership. In this one article, he describes the imperative for compassionate leadership so succinctly that I'm going to finish up by reading it to you. We need leaders who model compassion through their leadership. This means leaders paying attention to those they lead, listening to them with fascination, arriving at a shared understanding of the work situations of those they lead, being empathic towards them, and constantly striving to take intelligent and thoughtful action to help them in their work. This is such a simple model, but so powerful in practice and in its implications. Wow, there's my invitation for you this week. How are you going to listen with fascination? Really listen. And then arrive at an understanding that's shared by the people that you're leading. 
and develop empathy towards them. That's the way we're going to take intelligent action. So I want you to dive into that and really think about how you can listen with fascination. Until next week, may you be well, may you be happy, and may you really, really experience the joy of being led by a compassionate leader. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You Let's Party. Subscribe to hear more about us at CompassionRevolution.care or drop us a line at podcast at CompassionRevolution.care And if you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And don't forget, generously share with your friends. Viva la revolution.